Hi, I'm Tina Smith, and welcome to the Sunday edition of Raising Kids on Your Knees. This edition is called The Weekly Arrow. The Weekly Arrow is your introduction to our prayer sheet and daily devotions, which run Monday through Friday. I invite you to spend the next few minutes preparing to pray and parent life into the lives of your children this week. so thankful to have you here for the very first podcast for raising kids on your knees for the 2020 new year. Happy new year to you. We are changing up our format a little bit with the podcast. I am only going to be podcasting the weekly arrow once a week, but I'm going to go into a little more depth as I talk to you about what the prayer sheet is like and what the daily devotions are going to be covering. If you want to receive daily devotions, you can still subscribe to the Prayer Tribe and they will come to your email and you will be able to read them. I want to open up some margin here in this space to do some interviews, to bring some people here that I think you would love to hear from and to just kind of share with you a little bit on a more casual um, basis. So here we go. You might hear dogs barking, you might hear airplanes going over and kids talking, but We are real here at Raising Kids on Your Knees, and we're just doing life with you. So here we go for this week's theme. We're going to be talking about praying for our children's futures. And let me just bring up here a little bit of what I had to say in the email this week. Um, I was reading, I've been reading the book by Mark Batterson, um, Praying Circles Around Our Children, and it's such a great book. If you don't have a copy of it, I would just, I would suggest that you go over to Amazon. I think they're like under $3 and you can pick them up. I don't get paid for telling you that, but um, just you could pick one up. It's called Praying Circles Around Your Children and it's by Mark Batterson. I'll put a link in the show notes here so that you can run over there and grab that. Um, he talks about shaping the destinies of our children, and we can do that in a healthy way. Um, I know my natural bent as a parent is to control where my children go and what they do, but that's not what he's talking about here. Mark Batterson in his book um, says, if you determine to circle your children in prayer, you will shape their destinies, just like Susanna Wesley shaped the destinies of her children. And so there's two very distinct ways that we can shape the destiny of our children. One's by praying for them, and that is the absolute most powerful way that we can shape their destinies. But number two, it's by walking out our own personal relationship with Jesus in front of them. So as we get started with a new year and a new decade, we are going to start by praying for our children's future, and that's what we're going to be doing this week. And I've come up with five scriptural ways to pray, and we're going to go into more depth in those in the daily devotions, but I want to talk to you a little bit about each one of them. Um, One of them, I call these guys the hound dogs of heaven, and they are goodness and mercy. And the word says that goodness and mercy follow follow our children all the days of their lives. I know um, it's hard, especially in these launching points. And I've talked about launching points on here before, but those are those places where our children um, take a new step into life. For instance, if we have to put our children in daycare shortly after they're born when they're infants, that's a launching point for you as a parent and for your child. Kindergarten is a launching point. Middle school is a launching point. And then we get into college and then launching them into their own independent lives, independent from us. Those I call are all launching points. And I when number three 
was graduating from high school, he was getting ready to go to college. And he, I live in North Carolina. He went all the way out in Kansas. And that was a really, really hard for me. But the message that the youth pastor gave was so comforting to me. And he used that verse that God's mercy follows our children all the days of their lives. His goodness and mercy he actually did a little um, visual for us. And he, he walked around and he had a couple other people following around. And I call them the hound dogs of heaven. And for us as parents, we need to to trust that that goodness and mercy is following our children all the days of their lives. When we can't see them, God is right there with them. Another thing I'm going to talk about is there is a roadmap. God has a roadmap. Um, I'm a huge advocate of making plans and helping my kids make plans and helping them to understand that even within those plans, God can open doors and he can close doors, but you have to be moving. God cannot steer a parked car. We have to keep moving. So as we encourage our children to make those plans, we need to teach them to be willing to allow God to direct their steps. The other thing I want to encourage you with, especially if you have older children, and I fell into this trap where I had one that came to us and he said, this is what I believe God is leading me to do. And I never saw that in his life. I didn't see that coming. And I remember saying, are you sure? Are you sure? Are you sure? And all that did was really frustrate him because he knew God had given him clarity and we had encouraged him to do that. And then one day God like threw a brick at my head and said, listen, it is your child's job to figure out what I'm saying to them. And it's your job to, um, cheer them on. So as I went to this child and I said, listen, I am so sorry because God showed me today that it's his job to show, to tell you what he has in store for you and my job to cheer you on. I think as parents, it's just so easy for us to um, kind of think that we know what God wants for our children. And we really don't always know that. Sometimes God will show us, but not not usually. Um, and then we need to understand that the greatest love is God's love for our children. And it's hard to believe sometimes because we love our children so deeply. But there is absolutely nothing that they will ever do that will separate them from God's love for them. And we need to trust in that. I'm I'm so thankful that there isn't anything that any of us can do to separate us from the love of God. And that's out of Romans 8.38 that we're he's convinced, Paul, I am convinced that nothing can ever separate us from God's love. Neither death nor life, angels, demons, neither fears for today or our worries about tomorrow. Not even the powers of hell can separate us from God's love. And that, you know, you may have a prodigal, you may have someone who's walking away from God right now. There is nothing that they can do that will separate them from God's love. He loves them and he will pursue them. And we need to be praying for them. Um, the other thing I want to talk to you about is that there are going to be times in your child's life, and I've had to walk through this, and it's a very hard place for parents to walk, is that there are going to be people that don't like you or don't like your child. And that's okay. It's sometimes that's been some of the hardest parenting for me is when one of my children would be upset because someone didn't like them or was mean to them at school or wherever, even at church. 
And so those were times where I had to really purpose not to take up an offense for my child or to go to that other one and want to retaliate or whatever. But trust me, those were times when I really had to hold back my flesh. But here's the cool thing about these times in our children's lives. They're teachable moments. These are moments when we can teach them what true forgiveness is, that they choose to forgive this person. They release them to God because that person owes them nothing. God already paid for their sin. And then we teach them how to allow Jesus to be their defense. They, they don't have to defend themselves. Jesus will defend them. And then we teach them how to pray for their enemies. That's so hard, praying for your enemies. It's so much, there's so much freedom in that if we choose to walk in it. And then to, to learn how to walk in kindness with those who have wronged us. And then we can teach them how to set healthy boundaries as well. And that's really critical. We all need to have healthy boundaries. Just because you've chosen to forgive someone and to release them to God doesn't mean that it's okay to be their best buddy. That person may not be healthy. They may be toxic in your life and you may have to cut off a relationship with them. That's okay. Here's the thing. The enemy is our enemy, not other people. And we have to teach our children how to fight those battles where the battles lie and their spiritual battles. And that's why we take spiritual principles and we apply them to those times when our kids are walking through some hard stuff with other people relationally. And lastly, this week, we're going to talk about how we raise spiritually mature children. And it's really very simple. Number one, we have to be focused on that as a parent to raise them to be spiritually mature. But we also must be willing to strive for spiritual maturity in our own lives. Let's face it, we can't impart what we don't possess in our own lives. So if I'm not trying to achieve more spiritual maturity in my life, I'm not going to be able to impart that to my kids. Really, Deuteronomy 6 is what it's all about. It's about doing life with our kids as as we um, do life on a daily basis. It's, it's looking for those teachable moments and sharing them. You share with them where you're struggling spiritually and how you've had to choose to forgive people and how you've had to choose kindness or how those times that you've prayed for your enemies that's really how we impart all of that. And that's raising our kids in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. So I hope you'll join me for the daily devotions. You can get those in your email. The link for those is in the show notes as well, as well as your prayer sheet. I really want to emphasize this year, praying for your kids. That is by far the most powerful thing you can do for your children. I've seen it in my own children's lives and I've, and I've, want you to see that too. It makes a huge difference when our children are prayed for. Here's something new that I'm doing for 2020. It's called Tip Tuesday with Tina, and that's going to be every Tuesday at 9 a.m. on Facebook. So you can go over on Facebook and find me. I will put that link in the show notes as well. I am going to be sharing my best praying and parenting tips with you. So it's going to be casual, Grab a cup of coffee, join in on the conversation. If for some reason you're not available at 9 a.m. on Tuesday mornings, you can always catch the replay of that and you can still make comments. So I would love to see you over there. I hope you have a great week. Let me know how, what you think about this new format. I would love to hear from you. You have a great day. 
Thank you for joining me for this week's edition of The Weekly Arrow. To receive our daily devotions, as well as our free printable prayer sheet, simply go to the link in the show notes for RaisingKidsOnYourKnees.org and subscribe to the Prayer Tribe. We would love for you to join our growing global community of prayer warriors who are praying and parenting life into the lives of their children. 